So what's new, Mace? Well, what is new? We were trying it's to think rain. Of, I love the rain. Start? It's so great when it rains in L.A. Isn't that fantastic? I didn't I mean, know well, it was raining. The freeway I'm melted. Just glad now can, it's raining. We can stack <laughs> rain on top of taking off maybe the most important freeway in the yeah, city. Who needs the that's 10? A, that's a good, good, good afternoon, deal. Mace. Good afternoon. We fa- I found the sweet spot. It's 5.15. 5.15. If I leave at 5.15 in the morning, I can get here at about the normal amount of time. Right, because are you affected by the melted freeway? Very much so. Okay, very much so. So usually it takes me about an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, if I leave at five fifteen now, it still takes me about an hour and fifteen minutes. Okay, Not so if deal. you leave a little early, if I would left when I was leaving pre freeway melting, two plus. What time do you get here in the day? Uh, today or usually? Usually seven. 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 Yeah. Yeah. You you are, and you and Emily meet during that. What's the process? Well, Emily Emily usually beats me here. She's usually here a few minutes ahead of me. And but... she tells her roommate stories then. <laughs> no, yes. one of her roommates to, did yeah. this. Hey, did you? Were you a, a PBS watcher like the cartoons at any point in your life? I watched uh, Electric Company. Okay. I watched Zoom. Okay. Do you remember Zoom, I, Zoom, Zoom, uh, Zoom? I remember the electric. You know, Morgan Freeman was on the electric. Company. I know he was. <laughs> yeah. And the, and Oscar winner Rita Moreno was on there. Oh, really? Yeah. I, she was also so on there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull she this was on Electric Company. Hey, uh, you guys. Emily, which I did not notice until she told me this, is dressed as a famous um, PBS cartoon character today, inadvertently. So I'm going to pull this up. Okay. That's Arthur. What do you think? Oh, yeah. No, I totally see okay. that. Are, no. you, are you seeing Emily's? You've got the glasses. You've got the <laughs> sweater. Yeah, the, whole thing. the jeans. The and jeans. then I just have tennis shoes, but I don't have what red tennis shoes. You've got the ears? Yeah. Well, no, not quite the ears. At least the ears are on the side head. of your head, yeah, right? Of your head. <laughs> exactly. If they were on the top of your head, yeah. you would be a dead ringer. Yeah, Yeah. she. Yeah, separated at birth. M and Arthur. What cartoon was that from? Arthur. Oh, that's the name yeah, of the Yeah, Arthur. And he he, uh, he had a, a very sassy sister named yeah. D.W. D.W. I, I never watched Arthur. What was the years? I didn't that? watch it either. Yeah. Late, late, late 90s? 90s, early yeah. 2000s. Yeah. yeah, right in my sweet spot. Yeah. You know, I want, I uh, had a pilot for PBS that I did for a talk show years ago. Tell me more. Uh, and uh, so PBS, we made a deal with PBS in Washington, and we were going to create a companion show for Charlie Rose. And okay. we were going to come on after Charlie Rose every night. And uh, we did a demo reel, and we had, I forget who was on there. You say we. Were you the host, or did you have a co-host? I was the host. Okay. I was the host. Okay. So we had a whole bunch of people uh, uh, do a, a test show, and it went to PBS, and in the end, they couldn't sell it. Really? Yeah. Mm. yeah it's, shows are super expensive at PBS, and you got to have the... The Arthur Miller Foundation, or mm. what, all that stuff, it never you just couldn't quite, get your hands on some of that Sesame Street money. Could not quite <laughs> get there. I was so close. Who did so you do close. the test show with? Did you get like a real celeb uh, or a newsmaker? I, I had uh, no. They were all kind of interesting PBSy kind of people. PBSy, okay. yeah, yeah, that I works. sound like a PBS guy, don't I? <laughs> I wonder um, why they couldn't sell it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I, all I, I you rem- PBSies. I remember Joseph Gordon-Levitt. You don't get oh, okay. it. I remember uh, James Cromwell. I remember oh. uh, the composer Elmer Bernstein. I remember Joan Van Ark. I remember Peter Melman, who was a writer on I Seinfeld. I would have watched this show. It was, it's, it was really, really good. Now, what I've done is this will be interesting. I'm in the middle of uh, digitizing all of my old stuff oh very nice using that legacy yeah. box thing so i'm waiting for it to come back but one of the things that is going to be digitized is that demo oh reel you still have the, the copy i still have the actual demo reel yeah so i'm going to digitize was it, that. so I'm, I'm in my mind's eye and maybe it's just because you said charlie rose yeah was it like the black set where it was just 
two Black chairs, sat. a table, and the two the host and the guest were lit. That's Not it? even a table. It was more Tom Snyder style, which is okay. sitting across from each other with no table in between. You're yeah, just basically, and then you're shooting over the shoulder, and you're getting. Uh, it's really, really because cool. the production value on Charlie Rose was two chairs, a desk, and some lights. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. He he. I want your show to get green lit, Mace. You green should, you should run it right now. Shot. Isn't it? No, no right now. Run it back. Yeah. Still try? Did you ever try to do a, a, a TV show like that, Slee? Uh, no. no. No, me neither. They, no. Don't put, they don't put this on TV. Yeah, I, was, I always took my shot. I was like, all right. You wanted to be I'll a late night this. host, didn't you? I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I wanted to be a late night host in the vein of, uh, of Snyder or any of the kind of old school guys that did it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I, I didn't want to be. Letterman. James Corden and doing dances in the middle of the street. Oh, so you wanted to do something interesting, right? I, exactly. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to do you know Jimmy Fallon with you know every all these goofy skits. Well, I wanted to just do conversation. You could just stand next to somebody who does something interesting and wave your arms hey, around. That's, that's the Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. Fallon experience. Yeah, you're a big Jimmy Fallon fan. Loves it Jimmy Fallon. Oh, yeah. Like look, he loves Jimmy Fallon. Now he's successful. He's and, done well, and, and he's done really well. So I don't begrudge anybody their success. Yes, you've found your lane. Good for you. But just standing next to the guy that does the thing and jumping up and down. Yeah, feels. And nice, then, no nice matter who comes reachable. on, whoever who comes on musically, it's like Jimmy has to be part of the number. Yeah, it's like no, Jimmy, you're the host. Let them do their performance. Now, do you not like Jimmy the way? No, I, I think Jimmy's okay. Like... He's not my first choice. Yeah, I, I like Kimmel the best. Kimmel's my favorite. It's me, me too. I yeah. don't, I don't dislike Colbert. Like Colbert is, it's cool. Colbert, but, if you want politics, you go to Colbert. That's and I, why I really don't. In my late night talk, yep. I don't want politics. Yep, Kimmel, Kimmel is the most like. The ones that you and I grew up with, yes. the Carsons and the Lettermans and those sorts of exactly. things. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Nobody liked Conan, huh? I used to love Conan. I never, I never no. watched Conan. Never. No. His his sense of humor is different. It's more dry, um, and he still does a lot of stuff. I think this is all YouTube based and everything yeah. else. But I don't feel like you guys didn't really care for Conan, right? Yeah. I I, never... I wouldn't go that far. I didn't dislike Conan. Conan was really hit and miss with me. When it hit, I thought it yeah. was hilarious, great, and when it didn't, it was But dumb. it didn't the batting average wasn't where I needed it to be. Sure. Yeah, Conan's got its, you know, he's got his niche of people. I agree. Yeah. Um I I was a big Letterman guy. Letterman was my favorite of all time, probably more than anything, that's where my sense of humor came from. Was Letterman? Do you? Sh- go well, ahead, I was going to say, were you? Because I think Mace was going to be at that same game. We were talking about the Rams and I the Chiefs there. game. I heard you guys talking about it. It's the most <laughs> unbelievable night. It's got to be the top two or three things I've ever seen with my own two eyes. It's one of the coolest things I've ever been at. Was that game? And you know, one of the great things about it was you mentioned that Shakira tore up the field down in Mexico <laughs> right. City, and that's why the game had to <laughs> right. move. Remember, it moved at the last minute. Yeah, it moved like a, few a few days, days before. before. And that meant that it was all Rams fans in the building. There were no Chiefs fans. Oh, yeah, that's it right. was it all come. Rams fans because mm-hmm. the tickets went on sale super late. It was a weird week, too, because a couple of other things happened that week. That what else? There was the huge fire going on at the same time, Correct. so there was a lot of smoke in the air. And there were a lot of first responders of first that were invited responders. to the game. And yeah. the other reason there were a lot of first responders there, sadly, it was the same week of the shooting in Thousand Oaks. Oh, oh yeah, right? that's so right. So they yeah. had a lot that's of right. – there was just so many different things going on in yeah. the city at the same time, and then you put together – Maybe the greatest NFL yeah. game, at least as far as just points and explosions and everything go. The, I don't know if you heard the list that Emily rat, rattled off. The Rams only scored 29, or excuse me, they scored 29 or more points 15 times that season. 
Yeah, that's crazy. Or maybe it's 14. I forget if it was a 14. It was 15. 15. 15. There was three times it scored under 30, but one was 29. Yeah, but I mean, what about this year? The greatest show on turf, man. They, we are just yeah, rolling up points look, game after game. The Packers game. Just yeah, the optimistic. You yeah. have to pay your visa occasionally. Yeah. And yeah. This, this is, you went and had the vacation of your life. It's true. You went around the world twice. Yeah. You went to the Super Bowl. You yep. won a Super Bowl. You bought all these players. You gave out all these draft picks. And eventually that bill or i guess it doesn't now you're only allowed anymore. to go to work and home right just go back and forth right plus and i think realistically like i was talking to juan about this and you don't really get to complain when you won the super bowl what's the statute of limitations yeah when you start getting angry again when you can like frustrated. it doesn't is it five years i was just gonna say i yeah, got a number five years feels about right so we're talking 2026 yeah, 2020. I'm already a little again? pissed off about 2026. <laughs> okay, so I Rams, thought we would be in a better spot. Rams, let's just say is let's say it's you guys said five years. Yeah. When did they move back? The official year 2016. was 2016. Okay, 2016. If I told you that in 2016 you were going to get one Super Bowl. Yep. Between 2016 and 2030, would you say? I'm okay with that. Or would you say no? I'm gonna I'm gonna gamble here. I'm gonna take the chance. It, it, you know it depends. So you can have really fun competitive years without winning the Super Bowl, right? I mean, if you're a team that's in it around it um, all the time, I'll take that. But the fun starts going away. The fun does. We are obviously in the not fun part of the uh, transition. I, I, I don't think it can just be a how many Super Bowls or NBA championships did you get in X amount of years, right? It's the are you exciting? Are you interesting? Are you in the mix? Right? Kind of what because he's saying, yeah. It, it needs to be – it can't be, hey, we won the Super Bowl, and every other year you went 4-13. and 13. Right, right. Sure. It, it, it can't be that. It can't be the Jeff Fisher era where it's just, you know, 7-9, and 8-8, eight and 7-9, eight, right. and 6-10, and 10, and then you get one that spikes. Well, and, and it, it hasn't, right? It's just these – these two years after the Super Bowl yes. is where you're paying the bill most. Before that, it's been very exciting. Right, right. It's not like the Rams didn't have exciting years prior. I mean, since Sean McVay has been here. Well, they've been to the Super Bowl twice, twice. in five years. Yeah, I mean, you can't complain. Like, I was talking no, to somebody who's a Broncos not. fan, and they're like, oh, we never won. I'm like, you just won the Super Bowl seven years ago. Shut yeah. up. You know, the, like, that's pretty good. Now, yes, they've also been terrible ever terrible. since then. Right. Not just not good. The Rams won, went to the Super Bowl, missed, came back, were – Okay. Yep. Then won it, and now, and now they're in the now you're toilet. In the, yeah. the, the, the ebb, yeah. shall we say? Yeah. We need to get back to the flow days. Yes, that's what needs to happen. You guys have McVay coming up here. Yeah, in a little McVay's bit, coming up in a while. Don't yeah. ask him a soup question. I've heard that he doesn't I, like soup those. questions. Yeah, no off soup the board. <laughs> no soup for you. <laughs> off the board. We still, uh, you know, I don't. Let's see no here. soup for you. Yeah. Oh, I have you, no idea what that means. Yep. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's Coach That's McVay. the answer that you again. Yeah. And I heard you talking about: Do you want him to win? Do you want him to lose? I, I want him to win, but I also don't want to win six or seven games. That doesn't interest me all that much. You guys can ask him that question as well. Super Crosstalk is brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out, that's what a hamburger's all about. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Ah! Ah! Good afternoon. Good afternoon. By the way, you know, I heard coming in, we have we have two kinds of promos. We've got uh, the yeah, ones. Yeah, you fix that problem, the Greg. Ones that, I told you I would. The, the ones where we say, here's what's coming up, and the ones you play stuff we did, and we said, we never hear the ones about, here's what's coming up. I heard it four times today. I heard so it, it twice in 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so those, well, if you want to hear it, we're going to hear it all the time Awesome. Now. Well, then we are all in on doing them every single day. All in on it. So, yeah, that was an interesting question right off the bat. And by the way, Lakers win last night. They looked really, really good. Anthony Davis was a monster. I think he had six block shots last night. Six block shots. He's a 21 bet for uh, Defensive Player of the Year. Not a bad bet. I think he had seven, which ties oh. his Lakers. Did I short him? He's his his career high is ten. You might be right. I may be one off. Uh-oh, Speaking news? of the Lakers, Dave McMenamin says the Lakers have officially listed LeBron James as questionable and Anthony Davis as probable for tonight. Okay. And coach is calling. One second. Okay. And right, coach so McVay is going to be with we're us. We're going to touch Sean McVay right yeah, out of the gate. It was uh, six blocks. Six for blocks. AD. Okay. Yeah. So he was one short then of, of his, his record? Laker. The most he's ever had for the Lakers, and the most he ever had in his career was in 2018 when he had 10. Yeah. But he altered at least 10 more shots oh, other yeah. than the ones he blocked. Yeah. They played as perfect of a game as you could play last night. Again, now, again, I know it was against Memphis. Still. But the Lakers looked as good as you can look. If you're, I know we got a coach coming on. Yeah. If you're a coach, that that is one of the, the games where your players executed perfection yeah. and good for them. And we will circle back to that. In the meantime, we're getting ready, ready for Rams-Seahawks on Sunday. Rams coming off their bye week, and joining us right now is the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams, our friend, Coach Sean McVay. Coach, how are you, man? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? We're doing great, Sean, and, and glad to have you with us as always. Do you get away from football during the bye week, or because you guys uh, have have struggled a little bit this year, is it impossible for you to take a whole day or a whole two days and get away from football during the season? No, I think it's a good balance. You know, I think you want to be able to get recharged and refreshed, but there's, you know, a good opportunity to be able to really look at what are the areas of improvement, and that's no different than – if we were, you know, in a great situation or if we're working through some different things. And so you want to be consistent with your approach. But um, it was good to be able to get some time with my family. We didn't go anywhere. So, you know, I got a good opportunity to be able to, you know, get some good work in at, at the house and uh, and still be able to enjoy some good quality time with them. So uh, signed Carson Wentz, who I and I'm not sure what the status of uh, Matthew Stafford is for for Sunday, but Wentz has had now a chance to sort of get into the system a little bit, and I guess work with you guys and look at some stuff. Uh, do you have any sense for who's going to play quarterback on Sunday? Yeah, it, it it should be Matthew unless something unforeseen happens. So Matthew's feeling good. He's done a great job of taking care of himself and getting him in a position to to be ready to go, um, you know, but it was good to get Carson in here. If God forbid, you know, something were to happen to Matthew, a guy that's played a lot of football, 
like the way that he's handled himself in the few days that we've been around him, but uh, we expect Matthew to be ready to go. Um, Sean, when you signed Carson Wentz, I actually liked it. I, I, I think that he's, you know, the media has kind of beat him up a little bit, but I compared it to when you brought Baker Mayfield in last year. Everybody was really down on Baker, and then you gave him an opportunity, and he made the most of it. Is there something there, a guy like Carson who obviously has talent, um, didn't work out with a few other teams, but Baker, you got the talent out of him last year, and look at him now. He's doing great. Is is maybe a new fresh start something Carson can benefit from? You know, I think he'd be able to, to tell you that better than me, but I do know this. You know, both those guys are big-time players that have had a lot of success, and I think sometimes they can almost be a victim of they did so many great things that uh, people take for granted how hard it is to play their position, but they had always, you know, Baker had always been a really good player, and I think Carson's played a, an unbelievable amount of good football dating back to his rookie year in 16 and then even, you know, just going against him when we were here in 17. Um, but I've, I've been a fan of his. You know, I thought he played really good football with the Eagles, uh, you know, with the Commanders, and then obviously with the Colts. You know, we saw it firsthand in the 21 season in the second game. So, um, he's a guy that's, that's done it at a high level. He's got a lot of the traits and skills that you like, and, uh, you know, he's really impressive as a person as well. Uh, tell me about some other injury situations. Uh, you mentioned Stafford, Rob Havenstein, Ernest Jones, Kyron Williams. What, what's the status of those guys going into Sunday? Yeah, so all those guys should be good to go with the exception of Kyron. He's got one more week on IR, and then we expect to get him back after that where he'll be available. you got to miss four games in total, and so he's missed three, and then – um, he'll be available for return after this game. So that'll be a big boost. But to get those guys that you just mentioned back is a significant boost to our football team. Um, and being healthier, we'll get Bobby Brown, who's a, you know, a, he, he did a really good job in the interior parts of our defensive line. And, and we've missed him the last handful of weeks. We'll get him back as well. And so um, I think the bye came at a good time. Let's go see if we can play, uh, you know, our best football down the stretch here uh, these last eight games. Uh, Sean McVay is our guest. Coach, I, I've, I've done a couple of games in the past couple of weeks where I did a game at Miami when Eric Spolstra was coaching the Heat, and then I did a game against the Clippers when Ty Lue was coaching the Clippers, and I found myself saying both times, these guys are excellent strategists. They're great play callers. If you have one – play to draw up you would be lucky to have a guy like Eric Spolstra or Ty Lu. they're really good tactically who is that in the NFL is it you is it somebody else is it several people when I ask it that way who pops into your mind that you have great respect for as just a tactician and a play caller I mean there's a handful of guys I mean you look at you know some of the guys that have done it at such a high level for a long time it's hard not to mention coach Reed Coach Belichick on the defensive side of the ball. Mike Tomlin is a guy that, you know, is, is a defensive background, but it's got great command of the game. You know, I have tremendous respect for guys in this division. You know, Kyle Shanahan's excellent. Obviously, I'm always going to be biased towards, you know, my guys, Kyle, you know, Kevin O'Connell, Brandon Staley, and, you know, Zach Taylor, uh, Matt LaFleur. So I, I think for you to do it at a high level at this league, um, you know, it's really hard. And I think there's such high-level competition. You know, I mean, even Ben Johnson, a guy that's done a great job for the Detroit Lions, he's come to mind. So I could go on, I could go through each team and tell you things I respect about them because I think the level of competition is so high. But I certainly, uh, you know, 
getting to know Coach Spo and, uh, and and Ty Lu a little bit. You know, I, I think those are two excellent leaders, excellent communicators, and know how to put their guys in the right spots. I couldn't agree more with you. Uh, Coach Sean McVay is with us, Mason in Ireland, 710 ESPN. So do you know who the number one grossing movie star in the history of the world is, Sean? I do not. It is Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. And That's at, awesome. Good for him. At the end of the uh the your game with green bay samuel L. jackson who has never ever posted a tweet about the Rams. to the best that we know of we've gone back through the history he was critical of you he said at what point do we start the rams coaching conversation now respond directly to sam jackson who i know is a regular listener to the show <laughs> in rover in what regard I'm, I'm wondering what was the uh so tell me what was the uh the tweet i th- the tweet read at what point do we start the rams coaching conversation he was obviously very irrational on this day yeah well shoot i mean we you know obviously could have done a lot better i mean you you, you know this is a production-based business i got to do a better job and uh you know, you got to give people a reason to uh, to support you, and, and obviously there wasn't a good enough job at the Green Bay game for, for him to feel that way. So he's definitely, uh, you know, entitled to his opinion, and that's why you go back to work. You try to do better and put our guys in the right spots, and let's see what it looks like. I I, I know him a little bit. I'm going to straighten him out. I don't yeah, know what's wrong with him. That is weird. That right. is weird. Hey, but speaking of that, speaking of putting guys in position and getting ready, here come the Seahawks, and you guys played one of your best games of the year when you opened the season against the Seahawks. Do you go back, Sean, and look at that game? Or because it was so long ago, it was the first week of the season, do you have to look at more recent film of the Seahawks and, and say this is a, a new start at 0-0? How much do you rely on the on the first time you played them when you get ready for this game? No, you do. I mean, it's still there's still, uh, you know, it's definitely something that you take into account, but you also look at the most recent weeks. And so, you know, all of it is a part of the preparation for sure. Uh, Coach, any idea what happened five years ago today? Nope, not not any idea. Rams, Chiefs at the Coliseum in one of the greatest, probably the greatest Monday Night Football game of all time. What do you remember from that night? Dude, man, I you know what I remember? I remember a lot of great memories, uh, you know, a lot of uh, cool people and a lot of things that were going on in our community at the time That's that I right. thought, you know, our players did a great job of being able to rally everybody and um, you know, you, you see people working towards a common goal. You saw a connected team try to find a way to, to be able to get it done against a great opponent. That was a hell of a night for sure. But by the way, coach, Joel tweeted after that game, something nice. <laughs> yeah, I, We'll go no back kidding. and find the something nice from Sam. By the way, do you, Sean, go my day, man. I don't need to know about it. There's a reason I'm not on social media. I don't need to know about that stuff. Okay. Good. To, <laughs> good to know. We'll file that away. Hey, last thing for me. Um, I might knowing you a little bit, I think you're probably part of you, as long as he's not playing you, part of you is probably rooting for Jared Goff, right? I know that you guys had great success together and you, you won the Super Bowl when you brought Matthew in, but he's having a great year. And, and my guess is, knowing the way you are, you're probably supporting him a little bit, right? 100%. You know, I thought he played all – I mean, he's played great all year, did an amazing job against the Chargers last week, uh, you know, going up and down the field, making big-time conversion after big-time conversion. So, 
shoot, we, we had a lot of great memories together. I'm very appreciative of all the things that he did for us, and, and he is balling for those guys. It's awesome to see. Um, hey, listen, Coach, uh, I'll be there on Sunday at SoFi Stadium, Rams versus Seahawks. Uh, go get them. Thanks a lot for coming on. We appreciate it, man. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, Sean. See ya. There's Sean McVay. Don't bring up Samuel L. Jackson crapping on well, McVay. What's wrong I, with no, you? No, I thought hey, this is interesting. <laughs> what what led Sam Jackson? And I brought this up when you were gone. Sam Jackson, they went back and looked at his timeline. He had never tweeted anything about the Rams ever, ever, ever until the end of the Green Bay game. And he said, when are the questions coming about the coaching? I'm like, he's like going after the coach in his first tweet. I wonder if Sean went to the game or uh, Sam went to the game. No, the game was in Green Bay. Unless he went to Green Bay. No, probably not. No, I don't think. I don't think. Yeah. Like he's got a movie coming out. He's it's he's not the star of it. Uh, uh, Brie Larson's the star of it. Uh, Bergen, you know the, the Marvel Marvels. world. The Marvels. The okay. Marvels. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's like it three is. different Captain Marvels. I miss seeing Sam. It he hasn't been playing golf because he had, he had back surgery. Oh, but I, I just heard last week that he's coming back. Oh, okay, good. So he's going to start playing. So him. that's fewer uh, negative tweets about Sean McVay? I will talk to Sam yeah, about the Sean McVay <laughs> tweet. Talk to him. Uh, by the way, uh, every time Coach McVay is on the show, it's brought to you by Service Titan, the all-in-one solution that convex, uh, connects your uh, entire HVAC electrical and plumbing operation on a single software platform, helping make the combination we love every Rams season. Coach Sean McVay with Mason and Ireland. All right, uh, coming up next for you. So everybody wants Caleb Williams on their team. But who wouldn't? There's a fan of one team who deliberately and carefully went and tried to recruit Caleb Williams. We've got that coming up next for you. Mason Ireland, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, it is a uh, big Wednesday getting ready for uh, back-to-back Lakers night, Lakers versus Kings tonight, and time for a check-in on Mythical Money brought to you by Prize Picks, the largest and number one daily fantasy sports platform in North America. New members, go to prizepicks.com slash 710. Use code 710 for a first deposit match of up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. So needless to say, Ireland, last night I won 25K. You did. You bet it on the Lakers. You bet it on the Lakers. Oh, good for yeah. you. Yeah. And uh, I am going to double way, down. Okay, before I, I know we're talking mythical yeah. money here, but Greg, I thought you were there. Yeah. I thought that whole tournament thing kind of worked. So I, I thought it was fun. I think the fact I, I didn't feel like it was any kind of a different type of game. Maybe you did because you were calling the game. Yeah. But the floor looks different. And the court actually, is cool. I don't mind that court at all. Like it's not harsh on your eyes like a lot yeah, of these I got other used courts. To it pretty quick. Yeah. It just did they felt... do their normal opening with the the sheets? Yep. Dra- dra- they did all that stuff. Yep. It's just the court is different. I think so. Did you feel like there was something different about that I game? Just, I, was there I, magic in the air? No. I, Jackson Hayes was magic. Yeah, I, I felt Hayes. like the, the Lakers, it, it probably had to do with the way the Lakers played. They played an almost perfect game, yeah. but they seemed to be super into it from the get-go. Like the very first possession, Cam Reddish leaped into the crowd, into a passing lane, yeah. knocked the ball down. 
Um, this is one of the first times where I think the Lakers have met the other team's energy at the start of a game. Exactly, They've started in a ditch so many games. Last night, 37-point first quarter. Correct. And and all of a sudden, they're off to the races. For not only their first lead at halftime all season, but like a 20-point lead at right, halftime. They were right. by like 23 at the half. I don't – to be honest, I don't know if it had anything to do with the fact that it was a – in-season no, tournament it, game. It partly but, had to do with just Memphis is not good and is missing but, guys but here's because the of injury. That same Memphis team beat the Clippers here on Sunday. Well, I mean, that's the Clippers. But the Clippers aren't, like, the worst team in the Are league. Are they not Memphis, for their last they, six? They Memphis six is the right. worst team in the league right now, and they beat – the Clippers. I mean, so that doesn't that make the Clippers the worst team in the league? Yeah, oh, well, I mean, gonna, the Clippers weren't going to be Denver. I think the Clippers. Well, they they'll, they'll probably win their the next game. Games. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're they're just being stubborn, playing Russ and James together. Okay, I mean, we know better that. than you. Bro, did I did I interrupt a mythical money thing you were going to uh, do? Oh yeah, I was going to say, give me another twenty five thousand mythical dollars on the Lakers. Get this plus one. So that yeah, Sacramento's good. That means you get plus one and a half, right? Yeah. Because yeah, we yeah, don't want half, we don't yeah. want any any like we want a half. So you we don't win want or any lose. pushes. Right? Yeah. Is that right? I saw Lakers were up one and a half. Um, I've got no, no Kings minus one and minus one and a half. Yeah, yep. there you go. You get plus one. So uh, twenty five thousand mythical dollars. You got it. And right now you have two hundred thirty thousand dollars. John, you still have three hundred twenty three thousand dollars. But I got a lot going this weekend, right? Yep. You have one hundred three thousand dollars, and I have one hundred three thousand dollars, and Brian has ninety eight. What, yeah. what did I bet we'll on SC UCLA? How much? Straight so up, you have straight up with. Mace, UCLA wins fifty thousand dollars. Okay, and so then you also, keep, you also go against me. You also go against me. You have Washington plus one point five for twenty five or ten twenty five k, and I have OSU All minus right. one and a half. So if I lose these two bets this weekend, which is somewhat likely, yeah, um, we <laughs> will be very tight. Which It'll is be, the idea, yeah, right? That's why I'm doing it. Yeah, Brian, you're not in the spirit of things at all. Hey, make You've, a bet, Carl. Make, oh, a, bet. Now make we got a big the, bet right, hey, now. Yeah. right now. Who do they play right this now. week? Uh, who do they play? Green Bay, I think. Bet on Brandon Staley being bet fired by boy, the end of the year. Bet on your boy, Brandon Staley. Come on. I'll take 20 on the Chargers in Green Bay. Okay, See, that's, what's the, that's what's the what line? I'm talking I mean, about. You, without knowing the line. Without knowing the line. Yeah, give me the Chargers. Well, you're getting points, I'll tell you. <laughs> well, wait a minute. No, no, it's Green no, Bay. he's giving points. It's Green Bay. In Green Bay, you're giving. It's minus three, so that Where means you get minus three. Where is that game? Green Bay. Step up. You get minus and two Green and Bay, a half. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to gonna win that game, Brian. Come on. They're not I that bad. Know. The Chargers? No. Yeah, the Chargers are going to win that they, game. What, yeah. Green How, Bay did chop down the mighty Rams. How much did you bet? 20,000. The Rams didn't 20, have 000 on the Chargers. Yeah. The mighty Rams. The mighty Rams. If the Rams would have had Carson Wentz for that game, the Rams would have won. Brett Rippon was terrible. He's already Awful. on another team. Is he? Yeah. On another team's practice squad, probably. Right, but I mean, he's no longer <laughs> yeah, in your no, building. I mean, he was just, he was booted right after that game. I mean, he wasn't any good at all oh he was it was awful it was really bad it was one of the worst football games of the year yeah it, although it looked like ucla on saturday against asu although i here's a here's a little weird thing iowa and rutgers played this weekend i don't okay. know why this stuck in my head iowa so, doesn't give up points so the or, over under was 28 points one of the lowest over under and what was the final ever. score 12 to nothing Zone twenty two. Wow. Boy, I never would. I would not have been comfortable betting under twenty eight. Wait a minute. What did you say? I thought it was twenty two. I, I thought it was twelve to and nothing. There's, and no matter what, they they hit it, the. Yeah, under. they were under for sure. It they was, hit tw the it was twenty two to nothing. Twenty two to nothing. So and, they, and you know why it got to twenty two to nothing? They put up sixteen in the fourth quarter. Right. I, that they, was it was the it was six goal. nothing Who won? in Rutgers or Iowa. 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 Because Iowa's been really bad this year. Yeah. Iowa. Right. No. Got a no. No. Defense. No. Iowa's eight and two. 
they're a good team, but they don't they give up then nothing. Why does everybody want to fire that coach? Because they don't score more than ten points in a game usually. Well, then bring him to UCLA. He'll <laughs> fit yeah. right in. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, all right, so Caleb Williams obviously is going to be the most uh, touted quarterback prospect we've seen in forever. Uh, and at the USC game this last week, Chris Rock was in attendance, and so was Caleb Williams. Now, Chris Rock is apparently a Jets fan. Uh, and so this is Chris. This is Caleb talking about. So here's a little background. They're, they're both at the same basketball right, game. at USC. And Chris Rock sees Caleb Williams in, like, the VIP lounge. Yep. He's, like, sitting on a couch. And Chris Rock walks right up to him and says this. <laughs> who, who you want, Chris? The Jets. That's what we want. We want the Jets. So bad. You want the Jets. You don't want to go to Chicago. You, you want to go to the Jets. You don't want to go to the Redskins. You want to go to the Jets. There's no place you would rather no play than the Jets. Where do you, where, where do you want to live? You want to live in there is no place you would rather play than the Jets. It's it's not a good sign. Yep. If I were to say to you, Mace, yes, you gotta go to this restaurant, and you just start laughing at me. Right. All right. You not gotta, a good sign. You gotta go to this restaurant, man. I'm telling you, it is the greatest thing in the world. Where else would you want to eat? You gotta go to this restaurant, and all you're doing is laughing at me hysterically. Right. Aren't you in essence mocking my whole idea? Oh, there's no question. Yeah. He's mocking the idea of the Jets. I, if I'm Caleb, the Jets are way down the list you know what, of though? places I'm interested in playing. Not me. Oh, I, I am. Greg, I would want to play for the Jets. Why? They have a great defense. They you have do. Garrett Wilson at wide receiver. They have good running backs. Brees Hall's a good running back. God, I sound like Tyler. Um, the uh, talking Gar- about Jameer Gibbs, who's actually been really good. No, the no, last Jameer week. Gibbs is in Detroit, but yeah, Brees Hall, his other running back, oh, Tyler's I other running back, is. Um, is in New York. New York is a quarterback away from being good. That's why the Aaron Rodgers thing, Mace, was such a big story. Right. If Caleb did go to the Jets, they would be one of the favorites to win that division next year. They Zach Wilson sucks. Well, what? but what are you going to do with Aaron Rodgers, who still wants to play, and you've got under contract? Well, what, let me ask you this. When Aaron Rodgers went to the Packers, what happened for him in the beginning? Held a, You want Aaron Rodgers to hold a clipboard for Caleb Williams? Other way around. Oh, I see. You want you want training Caleb, wheels for Caleb. Caleb to spend one year. Aaron Rodgers is thirty nine, I think. Yeah, one year playing behind Aaron, and then you turn him loose. Most great quarterbacks in the NFL did not get handed the starting job out of the gate. Even Tom Brady came in when Drew Bledsoe got hurt. Right. But he was a sixth round, seventh round pick. Right. But I'm just saying, even even if you're like the first pick in the draft, sixth. a lot of times if you throw guys into the fire. They struggle, even if they're right. the number one overall pick. Um, Can if, I ask you about uh, Aaron Rodgers for, just for a second? Yeah. Did you hear Dan Levitard? Do you think Dan Levitard? Yes. Yeah, we talked oh. about this last week. I I think there's no I, – I think it's right, so totally ex- fair ex- question. Explain what the question is. Okay, so the uh, Levitard show, on the Levitard show, they've been talking about Aaron Rodgers. And, of course, he says, I'm coming back at, before the end of the year. He's walking without a- any type of limp whatsoever. Achilles surgery. And – Dan Levitard is saying that he wants to challenge Aaron's Dodger or uh, doctors because he doesn't believe the injury is as serious as Aaron claims. So he's setting himself up for this like return at the end of the year when nobody thought it was possible. In other words, he's saying this is not 
what Aaron has said all Correct. along it is, which was a fully torn Achilles tendon. Yep. Yeah, he doesn't think that he tore his Achilles. Well, right. maybe. That's I mean, what he said. But, boy, uh, like, first of all, evidence a, would indicate that they're that that Lebetard here is the one that makes sense. Although it yes. is it yes. is a massive conspiracy uh, if if it's going down. Okay, but, do you remember what Aaron Rodgers said when he was asked if he took the vaccine? He said, "I was immunized." He said, "I've been immunized." He didn't answer the question. No. Right? Okay, he was immunized with some crazy ayahuasca theory of his. Right. Right. Aaron beats to his own drum. Yes, he does. So if if Aaron, like, we would have to go back and look. But has he ever said, I tore my Achilles? Or does he always say, it's an injury that I'm, I think he's always said, don't doubt me, I'm going to come back, blah, blah, blah. I think it's highly possible Lebetard might be right. I think he is right. And also, when Kobe tore his Achilles, was he able to walk on it with no limp, no nothing, no crutches, no, no he boot, stayed no up for nothing? It. And by the way, Kobe was Two the, months later? The Kobe was the toughest person exactly. when it comes to injuries that I have ever seen. If he and and the same doctor did Kobe's surgery that did Aaron's surgery, so I I think Lebetard might be onto something. Don't you? They showed him Boy. the other day. They showed him the other day walking on the Jets sideline, just walking. Isn't there some certification like thing where they say, yeah, it's real? Don't you have to give the NFL an actual injury report that suggests reality? But you only have to say out, probable, doubtful, questionable. You don't have to say specifically what the injury is. You have to give them a designation for the gamblers. So, so that's that's why. Okay, right. The right. league does it. Well, now but you he, don't have. Uh, you're under no obligation to say why you're out. I'll give you. I'll give you a good okay. kind of example. We've heard a lot of stuff about Stetson Bennett. Right. I'm not going to report any of it. No, no. I, but I don't know anything for he's sure. He's just out. Yeah. You okay. know what I know about Stetson Bennett? He was 26 years old and didn't graduate from Georgia. That's well, all I know. You know it's what that tough, makes him, tough Greg? School. My hero. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that dude spent an extra. Didn't, God, I would have loved Wasn't there it. always somebody in the fraternity who was there for late, the eighth Not or only was year. there always somebody in the fraternity, it was my big brother, Vic Karadakis, yeah, yeah. who got out of UCLA at the age of 26. Yeah, Shout mean, out to Vic Karadakis in Riverside. God bless you. Sigma Phi Epsilon, my Bowling hero. Green State University, Mark you- Essig, probably still trying to get a degree. <laughs> and by the way, weren't you at some point, particularly when you were 23, 24, insanely jealous? of that dude yeah i thought he did it right man yeah he did it right all right uh coming up next for, by the way if he does come back and plays this year then levitard is 100 right it's total bs and and by the way i don't to my knowledge aaron has not come out and addressed levitard or called uh, him a liar or anything he has did, he yeah he did have a i'll have it for you next he did okay. make a comment about it plus uh we will spin the wheel of questions michael thompson is going to be along at some point today pepe mentia is going to be here the the ban has been lifted by Greg Bergman. Uh, it'll be potpourri of there lies is, there, a little bit later on there today. There was much discussion last night at the Laker game oh. about this ban. And it wasn't about me. And your uh, Greg's name did not come up. No, that's I'll bull. just put it that way. That's bull. Exactly. Uh, Pepe feels very strongly about this, and you'll hear from him when he comes in. But he is not happy with you, my friend. You know, you suck. <laughs> You really suck, Brian. I, don't, I, don't, I had absolutely nothing to do with this. You suck. 
I'm just saying what I didn't say. You're anything. a bad guy. I didn't. Say, <laughs> You're I didn't, a bad guy. I didn't say anything. I just said, "Look at you, bad you know, you guy." Out bad let's guy. put it this way: if if you want to hear this full developing story, do not turn the show off yeah. at any point today, because uh, there is going to be a there is going to be a confrontation by Pepe Montilla, and I'll just say it's not going to be directed at Greg. That's garbage you guys have ramped him up against me terrible all right uh wheel of questions coming up next uh and don't forget the show's all juggled around today so what's up fools at two and game of games oh yeah is we're be doing a combo plate at 240 it's a combo plate so is it shadano and cap today stepping in yes sir. they're coming up right after us at 315 mason in ireland 710 espn oh hey yes. look who's here i'm just here for the trial Oh, for oh, the, the trial. trial. <laughs> oh, my God. Judge Pepe's coming in. Oh, God. Now, does Pepe know we're doing a combo plate, Greg? Did, do we get a, a hold of him somehow? I texted him, so okay. hopefully. He's usually here at 2 anyway. All right. So, All right. Uh, Michael, you're just in time for, for Wheel of Questions. Ooh, Hit it, Brian. All right. Here we go. It is my wheel today. And all right. This is good. It's National Clean Out Your Fridge Day. Oh, Nice. When was the last time you cleaned out your fridge? How clean is it? And what thing is always in your fridge that would surprise us? I don't know if this is gross to admit. I have never cleaned out my fridge. Yeah, but Lisa does, doesn't she? Now, does yeah. Lisa? Yeah. Well, is it, and Jack clean. does. Is it clean? It is relatively clean. I I don't go to the fridge that much. Really? I uh, Yeah, because I'm always like, Michael, I'm guessing you don't either because we're always gone. Yeah, but I'm I mean, home. I'm always going to the fridge. To yeah, see, like, a so mostly on. what I keep in the fridge is alcohol, like wine, right. beer. Sure. That that that, that type of stuff. Water in the fridge. Water is in the outside fridge. Oh, I got I got like fifty outside, of these this suckers. One percent, huh? Yeah, so well, you don't, like, no, no. one percent. In the garage, you don't have yeah. a fridge in your garage. No, Ireland. I think only oh, one point one percent. This is one of the smartest things I ever did. Okay. So we moved to Manhattan Beach. We get in this house, and I bring the fridge with me from the other place and put it in my kitchen right and i had to go to home depot to buy something and i look and there's this orange tag on a demo fridge okay okay and it's i go what's that orange tag for and the guy goes if you want to buy it they give you 50 percent off wow and i said well what does that fridge right there cost and he said normally it's 900 dollars." he and i go so i could buy for 450 he goes that fridge he goes it's been here for six months you can buy it for 200 so I gave wow. him two hundred dollars. They delivered it to my house, and it's in my garage. Oh, that's awesome! I've had it for ten so years. So you got a backup fridge? Yeah, a, yeah. an outside fridge. Yeah. What do you put out there? Just water? Uh, water and anything that won't fit in the inside. Uh, yeah. Fridge. Uh, Michael, what about you? Uh, how clean is your fridge, and what's the one thing you in there that would surprise us? Got a lot of champagne and us? nuts. No nuts are in the no, no, cabinet. But a lot of champagne. A lot of champagne to keep it chilled. But uh, my fridge is always clean. I don't believe in a junky fridge or a junky kitchen. Yeah. Or like sink, dirty sinks in sure. there. Dirty uh, dishes in the sink. Do you do it, or does Julie do it? She'll do it. Most of the time, but I'll do it sometimes too, just to throw things out. It's been in there too long. What would surprise you? That's in my fridge. Probably a lot of raw vegetables. I like to dip ranch dressing. I was gonna say you don't oh. eat a lot of desserts normally. No, I love desserts, but I don't eat a lot of them. But I love desserts. So you always have like, like uh, sugar snap peas, crudite. carrots. They uh, call that crudite, right? Yeah, broccoli stuff. I could just dip in my ranch or something. Oh, that's people. that's a good. Mace, you know what else I've been putting? This is What's something that? that would surprise you that it, that it's in my fridge. What the gummies that you guys give me? I keep them in there so they don't get 
like too hot, too too warm and mush together. Yeah, the, so they they stay solid. Yeah, so yeah. I keep I keep them out there. John likes his gummies chilled. All right, I do. Uh, Bergman, what about you? You wait a minute. You're famous for not having anything in your fridge. You're, you're taking away my bit. Oh, here. Right, go <laughs> ahead. I was going to say, yeah. how dirty can a fridge be if you have nothing inside of it? Wait right. a minute. So wait, I have a. I, what Riley spends weekends with you? Do so you, you I put, put some I put, in there I for put her? Food in the fridge on the weekends for her. Yeah. It gets eaten over the weekend, and then it's empty all week. So then you want a snack, what do you do? Um, Grubhub? I'd either don't Postmates? eat or Grubhub, yeah. Yeah, Grubhub. I'm trying to stop doing that. I, I have a lot of frozen food now. I went to the store and I got some frozen food. Did you get so. any Bibigo? Yeah, of course I did. Yeah. Yeah, Brian, I what's your fridge I look can like? Take a picture and you see all Bibigo. Yeah, it's great. It's it's awesome. What do you, Brian? What's your fridge look like? I also have two fridges actually. So yeah, double fridge <laughs> right, guy. Yeah. Wow. Got the one in the garage is fully stocked. Yep. The one inside, you know, I actually keep it clean myself fairly often. I say every couple of weeks I'll take everything oh, out, kind of wipe it down. One thing that's always in there though, we got a huge jar of pickles. Pickles. And they've been in there forever. Is your fiance yeah. pregnant? What is no, with the pickles? Whole <laughs> or sliced? Uh, both. No. Yeah. We got we got multiple choice for you if you want. So um, I, I will tell you that Greg, I, you used to have a fridge in your office. Is it still in there? I never had a fridge in my office. Um, it was always in, in the, Amanda's yeah, office. Yeah, the yeah. other office did, and I think there's still one in a couple of them. Do you but. drink your pickle juice? Clay, Clay comes home and like just goes. Some juice. people yeah, really believe in pickle juice as a thing. I used my to, guess I used to is do it. I don't anymore. I've been to your house. Yes, your fridge looks pretty normal and fully stocked. My guess is one. Pretty much is in charge of the fridge. Uh, right? Juan takes care of uh, all the fridge. Yes, yeah. he is in the fridge department. <laughs> I will say though, the two things that are weird that are always in the fridge that would strike you as weird: sauerkraut, because I eat two forkfuls of sauerkraut every night. It's like a probiotic, you, prebiotic. Okay, did that to keep your yep. keep your health going? Yep. Yeah. And then uh, Brussels sprouts. That's my love, favorite. Love I have Brussels, Brussels sprouts, sprouts. Uh, three times a week. Cook, Cook them. them. You put them in the mic- microwave for like four minutes. Oh. They're already seasoned. They're yeah. from Trader Joe's. And then a roll of toilet paper. That's the third thing. Why? Why? A roll of toilet paper. This is a brand new thing. Um, absorbs moisture and odor. It basically functions like. Uh, I put a box of baking soda in my fridge. This does the same thing as a box of baking soda, but it strikes you as weird. When you open the fridge, there's a roll of toilet paper. Full roll of of toilet paper. Here's my favorite Steve Mason fridge story. So Mason's having a party. I'm over at his house, and you have like a tray of vegetables. Yes. And I go, do you have any dip for these vegetables? Like it was just like celery and carrots and stuff. And you go, "Uh, yeah, yeah, look in the fridge. There's... There's some peanut butter in the fridge. Yep. And you know, peanut butter with celery is great. Not the same story. Yeah. Now, have you heard this story, Bergman? Once or twice. Okay. So I go and I take the peanut butter out of Mason's refrigerator and I open the jar. And inside the lid is a picture of Mason at his most awkward age. Like you were 12 or 13. You 13, had braces. Braces, Just glasses. a goofy picture. Yeah. I walk over to Mason in the middle of his party. I go, what the hell is this? And you go, I just love this about your mom. My mom found that picture, and she made a hundred copies of me looking like a goofball, and she has placed them all over the house. Yes. So I never know when I'm going to see one. Like I'll open, like one you time, open a drawer, and you're like, my oh. toilet was clogged, and I lifted the lid off the toilet, and there's the picture in there. Open the lid, and the she like, hit them all do, over the do place. Do you still find them? Or no, I moved. Uh, oh. That's the only reason I don't find them is because I moved. That's such a great prank. Oh, it was a joke. good bet. Yeah, good for uh, her. By the way, here's something. Um, Adam Schefter, Kobe Forever, tweets this. 
Schefter tweeted, an MRI confirmed today that Aaron Rodgers officially tore his Achilles on the fourth play of his Jets career. Season now officially over. There are already questions about whether his Hall of Fame career is his career is too. Um, so there's at but least that's one just a report. report from Adam Schefter that Rodgers officially tore his Achilles on the fourth that play. That could of his have Jets been career. leaked by Aaron. That's what Dan Levitard is contesting, that Aaron made this up, that he right. didn't fully tear it. But he probably t said that to the Jets, told the Jets to release it. Right. And Adam Schefter ran with it. I think there's a real chance. Michael, don't you believe that if he comes back in three months after a torn Achilles, mm -hmm. that there's a chance it wasn't a torn Achilles? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's not going to be back that soon from a torn Achilles. You need a full year to recover from that. I don't didn't Clay tear his Achilles? But his career is, huh? Did Clay tear yeah, his Achilles? Yeah, it took yeah. a whole year and took, And he's a months. legit athlete that's been playing basketball, running the whole deal, right? Yeah. Takes, yeah. Him, takes a while. By, by the way, Michael, Great did, you, did you text or talk with Clay after the incident last night? No, no. Number one. Yeah. No, you're, what, he's out starting fights. I don't know. No, he didn't start. I, don't, oh, I know, I know. I don't care if it was my son or somebody else. They should not have been thrown out. What is wrong with these referees? Wait a minute, they no, should have been thrown no, out. Would you no, have thrown out Draymond no, after the chokehold no on? No, because Draymond was defending Clay because Rudy grabbed Clay by around the neck. And when you see oh, a teammate, Michael, I can't, I, I, Mace, you get thrown Michael, off of throwing punches. Ma Ma Mace, I cannot, I cannot chokehold somebody. Wait a minute. I cannot agree stronger with Michael on oh, this. Oh, God, are you kidding me? I, I'll, I'll beat this drum until I die. Why are we taking players off the court that people Be, paid to because see? Because some of them are holding others in chokeholds. Race. They right. say if you throw a punch, you're automatically suspended. Well, what, what is this? Literally Gobert, dragged him back Rudy by the Gobert neck. Rudy Gobert had, had Clay yeah. in a headlock, right. and Draymond came to Clay's aid. Right, yeah. so what everybody I would do, in the headlock business should be out no, of the game. What no, I would do is I would no. come over and I would go, Technical foul yeah, yeah. on who did Clay get into it with? Uh, J.D. McDaniels. Okay, yeah, technical foul McDaniels, McDaniels yeah. technical foul on Clay, technical foul on Gobert, technical foul oh on Draymond. God, you're ridiculous. All four of you dudes are on double secret probation. Right. If you pull any more crap, no, you're out. Here's the thing: yeah. Draymond is already on double secret probation. It's not even secret. He, he got, to he an got aid of last... a teammate. Yeah, but you can't no, chokehold no, somebody. No. You can't. Nope. You cannot chokehold somebody in the middle get, of a game. Didn't Gobert chokehold Clay? Yeah, he's gone. Too. No, he didn't. They, no, he they didn't throw him out. Gobert's not out. No. no. Mm -hmm. no oh, that's garbage. He exactly. should be out too. Nobody Nobody why are you? Why are you? Why are you leaning towards throwing people out like, like rather than keeping them in? Because in this case, there has to be some restraint. Were there you, has uh, to be some understanding. Were you in favor of throwing uh, Giannis out of the game for staring at a, an no, opponent? No. What's the difference? There's a huge difference. Giannis did Mace, not take taunting. his arm, wrap it around somebody's neck, and pull Mace, the guy. No, go, I'm not Google for this. the Giannis Google thing. Google this. Google Kurt Rambis, Kevin I, McHale. I know there's clothesline. I don't need to Google that. You know that. what that was? Yeah. That was a two-shot foul. Yeah, that and that's changed, obviously. No, but the for game the worst, has changed. But I, I would not be taking play. There's way too many technicals. There's way too yep. much discipline. Oh, yeah. And come if on. they come down today and do what Jay Williams said this Ten morning and get up. Ten-game suspension for Draymond. Ten games suspension. Ten games suspension for Draymond. For who? Draymond. 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 Man, Trey Williams is losing his mind. Draymond. Ten games. No, the referee's ref ref out of Mace. control, man. Why? If if he if Draymond. Well, that, by the way, that won't be the referees. That'll be the league right. that yeah, issues right. the well, suspension. But just but if they issue broader, a suspension, you think it's the league's out of control? Yeah, broader really. conversation. Yeah. Why can't the league err towards keeping players in instead of throwing them out? Uh, like I don't, if you're going to err on the side, one side or the other. It, it, it just seems dumb to me to take stars. So that was one minute into the game. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. They were already missing Steph. Correct. They took Clay and Draymond off the board. Right. 
Come on, give him yeah. technicals I, and sorry. leave him in. Exactly. You cannot, especially oh, if you're Draymond, who's got a long history of this. I'm not trouble, trouble, trouble. I'm not trouble. saying he can do whatever he, he wants. He can't grab a guy around the neck well, and drag him across the floor. Him? I, I can't tell you. I've, I because have to look at the Clay's jersey after I saw this was the, over. The, the pulling of the jersey Clay with McDaniels. He didn't start it. McDaniels started it. Correct. So Correct. He, but he was did, defending himself. Did Clay get into it? He was defending Mace, himself. What would be wrong with this? Jeez. What would be wrong with this? I'm the lead official. Yep. I separate the two sides. Uh-huh. I walk over to Steve Kerr. I get Steve Kerr and Chris Finch to meet me in the middle table. And I'm going to go, okay. all right, we're one minute into a in-season tournament game that's nationally televised. Right. I'm not throwing anybody out, but I'm not letting this game get out of control. Technical on McDaniels, technical on Gobert, technical on Clay, technical on Draymond. If they so much as push somebody else, I'm throwing them out, and you guys tell them that. Now go back to your benches. We're going to shoot these technicals. Mm -hmm. What's wrong with that? Uh, the problem is that the the infraction has already happened. Correct. It's a terrible, terrible look for the league. As you Correct. mentioned, national TV game, you've Wait got one yeah, guy makes, choking out makes, another you guy. You say terrible look. You think any fans went, ooh, I don't want to see this? Man, the fans. They, Mike Greenberg. So you're for fighting. Mike no, Greenberg no, no, no. said was, this no. morning it's the best thing to ever happen to the in-season tournament right. because well, it makes it seem right. like the there was players another, care. But you guys no- are in the minority. Most people are suggesting are. a long suspension for no. Draymond. Ooh. Bergman, are you, are you sug- where are you on this? Are you more with Mace or more with me? I think I'm in the middle of you guys i still i don't think there's gonna be a, 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 a 10 game suspension draymond if he gets 10 games is because he's draymond correct what he's, he's done in what he's done in the past it is because no, he's draymond, draymond he's has a stigma of the things no, he's not gonna get a game no he's gonna get something because oh, of who he is and doing something guys is right you can't put that. your arm around the guy's neck i'm not saying you can but i'm saying that you could legislate it with a technical foul rather than an ejection you sure can but the, the problem is because it's draymond and he did it he's gonna get suspended if steph put his arm around someone's neck and was on an chokehold, he would not get in Ted game. And by the way, it's do you because think of Draymond. Had all those guys stayed in, there would have been other incidents. And then well, throw them all out. And they're all oh, and that, so in other words, yeah, they scrap, right. let everybody stay, mm-hmm. then they scrap again, then you eject everybody. Was, uh, Why wouldn't you eject everybody Because initially? I care about the product. Yeah, I, I want Steph and Draymond right. in the, the game. Product or Clay looks, and Draymond the product in the game. looks awful. You've got one guy with another guy right, in a chokehold in the middle of a basketball game. Should they have thrown Anthony Davis out of the game for pushing Saldama? Aldama? Oh. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Uh, what about that? No. How about sh- shoving a guy to the ground? Wait a minute. Let me no, wrap, no, wait a minute, let me, me take my arm, wrap it around your throat, and pull you to the wall. Wait That's what happened. Wait a minute, but if he had me in a headlock, if Michael had me in a headlock and you were coming to my aid to get Michael off me, why am I throwing you out? Because you took him in a headlock. No, Michael takes me in a headlock. Yeah, who's is he Gobert or yeah, is he He's Gobert. He's Gobert. Who's Draymond? I'm Draymond. You're Draymond. Okay, I'm Draymond. Yeah, I'm you're, Clay. You're Clay and he's Okay, this all is right. perfect. Okay. Go do it. Go do it. Go give me Jade McDaniels. You be Jade McDaniels. Gobert, I'm Clay. I didn't start it, but it's a fight. Gobert comes to the aid of his of McDaniels. Right. Michael's got me in a headlock. So you see me. My I'm your teammate. Right. You're Draymond, I'm Clay. Right. I'm your teammate. You see me in a headlock. Of a seven-footer who's six inches right, taller right. than me. You come and get Michael off me any way you okay. can. Here's, here's my new rule. Put anybody in a headlock, you're ejected from the game. <laughs> Seriously, it's basketball. Put my anybody my in a headlock, is, you're ejected. You don't throw a punch, yeah. you get a T. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You throw a punch, you get ejected. Right. Jeez, Mace. Nobody got hurt. Nobody got hurt. It was a scuffle. And plus, there was another scuffle in another game. Uh, between I forget, who was it Oklahoma City somebody got in a scuffle right. last night now, another game I, I nobody be, got thrown out am I supposed to break is that what I'm supposed to? Yeah. okay yeah. Uh, yeah. do I'm an ID too well uh, by the way you're listening 
to KSPN Los Angeles, a good karma brand station. Uh, and coming up next for you, you're going to do some What's Up, Fool. We're going to argue some more. I think uh, Pepe Mantilla is going to be here. He's apparently pissed off at me. We're going to do potpourri <laughs> Pepe's, Pepe's on the prowl. Action-packed 2 o'clock hour coming up. Mason in Ireland, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.